Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to this, the Comsec Morning Podcast for Friday, the 3rd of February. My name's Tom Petrovsky. I'm a market analyst at Comsec. As far as the general theme for overnight markets is concerned, we have seen a continuation of what's been a feature of recent sessions. Stocks have been moving higher and we have seen at least a moderation or even a move lower as far as longer term interest rates are concerned. So that's important in the context of what's happened over the course of recent days, because of course, uh, what has featured has been central bank decisions. Yesterday, we heard from the US Federal Reserve, they raised rates by a quarter of a percent, as widely expected. And overnight, we've seen outcomes from the European Central Bank and the Bank of England. In both cases, those institutions each raised uh, cash rates by a half of 1%. In the case of the European Central Bank to 3%, uh, in terms of the Bank of England to 4%, which was actually the 10th consecutive rate hike. And what was interesting in analysing the statement from the Bank of England was that there were some omissions uh, compared to what we have seen in recent terms. Uh, there was the removal of a uh, phrase, raising rates forcefully. Uh, and uh, that, in addition to a view put by the Bank of England governor uh, that they may have turned a corner when it comes to managing inflation, uh, cheered markets up as far as the European experience was concerned more broadly, although uh, the European Central Bank continued to talk a tough game when it uh, came to the outlook for interest rates, uh, talking about the need to stay on course and raising rates significantly at a steady pace. So uh, whether or not circumstances accommodate that uh, over the course of the near to medium term is another question. Uh, so uh, overall, European markets did quite well under the circumstances, particularly the German DAX. It was up by two and a quarter percent. The French market up by 1.2 percent. In London, uh, the market was up by around three quarters of a percent. The U.S. experience, the aftermath of the Fed's rate hike yesterday, um, that has all been digested quite effectively by U.S. markets. And we have seen uh, particularly tech stocks do uh, very well. The big uh, technology names have surged ahead by considerable margins in late trade. You have... Uh, You've got uh, Facebook, for example, up by around 25%. Of course, this is in the aftermath of them reporting their numbers in the previous session. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. But in terms of what we saw on the ground in economic news, uh, there was a weekly measure of people claiming unemployment benefits for the first time. Uh, this was just uh, a little bit lower than what the market had anticipated at 183,000. Uh, what did stand out was the softer reading on factory orders for the month of December. Uh, that came in at 1.8%, uh, again, below the market's expectations. Then another important measure uh, was unit labor costs. Over the course of the month, that came in at 1.1%, and that was well below the 1.5% that the markets had anticipated. And then on top of that, uh, there was another important piece of economic news. So the noise that we're getting out of the job sector at the moment uh, can be divergent from time to time. So uh, the Challenger Job Cuts series, this measure surged uh, massively over the course of the last month uh, to 102,000 uh, uh, positions in the month of January. So that was uh, almost double 
what the market had anticipated. So, of course, tonight, uh, the, one of the marquee events of the week will be the non-farm payrolls figures released in the United States. So a big event uh, which will uh, probably be a, a slightly less fraught outcome given the fact that we've just heard from the, the US Fed. But the markets, of course, uh, eternally vigilant when it comes to the uh, growth and activity ramifications from uh, job creation or the other um side of the equation. So as we move into the final stages of the session at the time of recording, we've got the NASDAQ up by around 2.6%. The S&P 500 is up by about a percent and the Dow Jones is up by about 0.6%. So as I mentioned, uh, the uh, performance of MetaShares is one of the factors that stands out uh, in this session. Stock's up by 25%. So to put that into context, if you've held the shares over the course of the last 18 months, you have seen them lose as much as three quarters of their value. And since bottoming out in November of last year, we have seen that stock uh, more than double in value. Of course, that's uh, on the back of today's, uh, helped by today's 25% improvement. So there are a lot of uh, pieces to unpack in Meta's most recent uh, earnings numbers. But what the market is encouraged by is their discipline or uh, newly found discipline when it comes to cost management. So the hallmark of that being that they're going to shed around uh, four, nearly 14% of their workforce. The market likes that. Uh, the market's beginning to understand their strategy a, a little better. A $40 billion share buyback is certainly not going to hurt in terms of uh, propelling the share price a little bit higher. So ultimately, what investors have uh, concluded that is, uh, even though there has been a significant change in the direction of the organization over the course of uh, recent times, it is still a very valuable advertising platform. So across their family of apps, uh, monthly active users up by around 4% to 3.7 billion uh, users. So uh, that has been a factor altogether conglomerating to contribute to today's recovery. It's just a question of the extent to which that continues. As far as uh, other points of note are concerned, uh, broadly, we have seen a moderation of commodity prices over the course of the session. So that's part of the reason why the SPY futures are a little more contained compared to the gains that we've seen on Wall Street. The futures are pointing to a gain of only 0.1% of a percent as we move into the final stages of after-hours trade. Uh, oil prices are down 0.8% in the case of Brent crude oil to $82.17 a barrel. Spot gold is a little bit softer. Uh, down by about a half of 1%, uh, trading at around 1,912 US dollars per ounce. Iron ore futures have eased in the last day as well, down by almost 2% or $2.38 to $123.95 US per tonne. So ahead today, uh, arguably one of the more important outcomes in regional terms will be the Kaijin China services measure of activity. So that's an important one to look out for. Uh, we've also got lending indicators uh, released on the local front with new vehicle sales uh, to look at as well in terms and in addition to the services managers index as well for the last month. So uh, the Aussie dollar is trading uh, a little bit weaker compared to where it was yesterday afternoon, having fallen from around 71 and a half US cents. It's currently changing hands at 70.7 US cents. I'm Tom Petrovsky from Comsec. Thanks for joining me this morning.